to understand this story, you've got to go back, way back, to when God decided he'd had enough of the foolishness and the sinning and the total and complete lack of respect enough. He was going to send a flood to wipe everybody out. He only told one man about his plans, Noah. And you may know all about Noah's ark and how Noah and his wife and his three sons and their wives sailed around for a year with all the world's animals before alighting to repopulate the earth. But what you might not know are the racial implications of their journey. At least, the racial implications according to the cult church I was raised in. See, first you gotta understand that by divine providence, Noah was a descendant of Adam's pure white seed. As was his wife, as were his three boys. They were as white as white could be. They were OWF, original white folk. But the foundation was rocky. Right from the beginning, only one of these sons obeyed God's will by marrying a good white woman. Two of the sons had unrighteous lust in their heart and chose to marry from outside their holy white racial lineage. So there's Noah, three white sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Shem marries white. Good boy. But Ham marries black. And Japheth marries Asian. They all get on the ark to escape the terrible flood. When they get off, God says, no more racial mixing nonsense. The Lord erects boundaries to prevent any more mixing from ever occurring. And if anyone does mix it up, it's a high and terrible sin. Okay, so you might be thinking to yourself, what does this ancient tale of God's wrath have to do with teenage love? I'll explain, but please understand, I cannot make this up, but I must change the names to protect the innocent. The girl, we'll call her Juliet. Lovely. Lovely, beautiful. We grew up together. She was innocent, chaste. We were friends, only friends, but we were just children. Children grow. And she grew, and I grew, and we grew closer. We talked on the phone. We talked on the phone. Don't let your kids talk on the phone. And suddenly, this friendship between us that had been cultivated for so long, for years, was not to be tolerated any further. See, Juliet was white. I'm black. This was not to be. The pastor told us that God had forbidden such unnatural relationships in the time of Noah. Thing is, they were right to worry. Because I had lust in my heart, and rumor was Juliet had lust in her heart, too. If only she would say the word. I knew our love could rip these walls asunder. Fight with me, Juliet. Fight for us, deacons, ministers, apostles. I would fight God to save us. But she wouldn't breathe the word. I burned. I shared my torment with the only person who had it even worse than I did, one of my dearest friends, Quan. Good looking, great basketball player, funny, everybody liked Quan, but Quan's folk came from Korea. 
And if blacks had it bad, Asians had it really bad. There were virtually zero Asians in our cult living in North America. Quan complained that he was going to have to get a passport just to go on his first date. He told me not to sweat Juliet. There was. After all, a real-life black cult girl that lived only half the state away in Lansing, Michigan. True, we hated each other, but she had the right skin tone, yo! Turns out, she had options. See, if you are of mixed heritage, you could apply for racial reclassification. You had to send a picture of yourself to Pasadena, California for examination by our Council of Elders there. They would perform the rigorous and very secret background analysis known as the look-see test. In other words, they would look and see to which racial category you belonged. If reclassification was called for, then you would renounce your previous race and step away forever, never to return. This girl, the only black girl for hundreds of miles, applied for such reclassification and it was granted. So now, now even the black girl was white. Quan thought that was funny. Ha! Everybody's mixed, man. I'm gonna apply for racial reclassification. He was talking about good. It was our own little protest. I took the picture. Say cheese, Quan. Three months later, Quan got a package in the mail. Dude, you are not gonna believe this. What? I'm officially white. We laugh ourselves silly, but it was true. The Council of Elders determined that from that date forward, Quan had all the privileges and responsibilities of a full-fledged white person. Hilarious. Later the same day, I received my daily call from Juliet. Glenn, there's something we need to discuss. Finally, we needed to get all this smoldering out in the open and talk about how we were ready to fight for our love. Yeah, well, I just thought you should know, given how close we've become. Uh Uh-huh. You know that if the rules were different, then what? I just want you to know that someone asked me to prom. And I said, yeah. Who? I mean, I mean, who? Quan. It was as if Noah's three sons each took a piece of the ark and stabbed me in the heart. Quan! Quan! Well, well, we can't kick it because I'm black and you're going with Quan and he's... The minute I hung up, Quan called. I just want you to know I asked Juliet to the prom. I heard, Judas. Dude, I thought one of us should take her. I'll tell you everything that happens. It'll be just like you were there. Oh, please, please tell me everything that happened. He called after prom. You want to know what happened? I didn't want to know, 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 I did not want to know, no, no, 
No, I don't want to know. I took the picture I had of Juliet, pre-digital, pre-Photoshop. This was old school. I got a pencil and shaded her face. I sent it to the Council of Elders in Pasadena, California, and told them they better look-see this girl quick. She was obviously black. They'd have to be crazy not to see it. Crazy. I don't know if they looked, but I know they didn't see. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.